would you do if you were a little girl in a very toxic family situation? Your parents' marriage is very turbulent and your mother makes the decision to walk away and you're doing really well. That is until one day your whole life changes and you're thrust into a world that you're not familiar with. And little do you know, one decision will make it so that you are never heard from or seen again. Hello, my fellow divers, and welcome back to another episode of Crime Dive, where we take a deep dive into crime. I'm your host, Lexi. Thank you so much for listening and watching. If you're new, welcome to the water. We're so happy to have you. If you're returning, welcome back to the water. We missed you, and thank you for coming back to take yet another deep dive into crime with us. Please check out our episode description. You will find very important links pertaining to my podcast in there, as well as a few other things pertaining to the case that I really want you guys to look at, but I will explain them in the end what they are. Please be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. I really want this video in particular to get out there. It's a very crazy case and it's still unsolved to this day. And something about it just doesn't sit right with me. We are going to be talking about the disappearance of Selena Mays. Now there's a lot of elements in this case that, like I said, really boggle my mind and just don't sit right with me in my gut. So when I first heard about this case, I knew that I had to cover it because it just made me really upset. But with that, let's get right into the case. Selena Jeanette Mays was born on May 28th, 1984 in Miami, Florida. Her parents' names were CJ and Lynn. And Selena was described as being funny, she liked to sing, and she was said to be overall a pretty good kid. Now CJ and Lynn's relationship was pretty toxic. They both were addicted to substances and alcohol and they had a pretty turbulent marriage and Selena was born in the midst of a lot of their chaos. Eventually the family moved to Palmyra, New Jersey when Selena was only two years old. And it was around that time that Lynn and CJ ended up splitting up. They ended their relationship and they were done. Selena stayed with her mother while CJ went to live with his sister, a pastor named Sarita. And we're gonna get into her a little bit later. And Lynn and CJ actually both ended up getting sober. Lynn was sober, she was working, she was taking care of Selena while CJ was sober and he was living with his sister working at her church. Now we're gonna talk about Sarita in a little bit, but she was the pastor of a church called Gospel of Christ Ministries in Mount Holly, New Jersey and CJ was living with her just a few miles from where Lynn and Selena were living. Now CJ, as I said, he sobered up as well and he started working at the church as an accountant and he became very heavily involved in the church and really found his faith there. But Selena's mother really did not like this church. She felt like it was almost like a cult in a way. So she did everything she could to keep Selena away from there, even if it meant keeping her away from her father. But unfortunately, Selena's mother would not be able to do this for much longer. In 1994, when Selena was only 10 years old, her mother Lynn passed away after suffering a fatal brain aneurysm. And after this, Selena was forced to go live with her mother's family while they figured out her custody arrangement. Now Lynn's family really wanted to adopt Selena. They felt like she would be much better off with them. But CJ, after learning that Lynn had passed away, he said, absolutely not. My daughter is coming with me. And they were in a very bitter custody battle for Selena. Her mother's family really Really tried to argue the point that CJ used to be on substances, he had domestic violence charges, but CJ said he left all that in the past. That was when he lived in Miami. He said he was sober now, he was working at the church, he found God, and he was a completely different person. And the judge agreed. So CJ was awarded custody of his daughter, Selena, after Lynn passed away. And she had to move in with him, his new wife, Yvette, her half-sister, Norielle, as well as her aunt and uncle from the church. 
Now, after being sent to live with her father, Selena's life changed dramatically because the church was a very big part of their lives and it was a pretty strict culture. So she ended up having to leave her public school and be homeschooled at the church. There were also certain things that she just wasn't allowed to watch on TV because it didn't align with the nature of the church and what they believed. Not to mention her father's home was actually a community home that was open to people that lived at the church. So it was almost like a revolving door of strangers and congregation members just coming in and out all the time. So she went from just living with her mother to now living with a lot of people that she really just didn't know but things were going to get a lot more complicated. In March of 1996, just two months shy of Selena's 12th birthday, she ended up becoming pregnant. Of course, CJ was absolutely shocked at the fact that his 12 year old daughter was pregnant. I mean, the church that they go to is very strict and a lot of people were definitely whispering about Selena's pregnancy and there was a huge stigma around it. Her pregnancy was no secret at all and the congregation members definitely had their opinions. Selena refused to tell her family who the father of her child was according to them. She said that she just wanted to keep it a secret. And the only thing that she revealed to anybody was to her OBGYN doctor who said that Selena told them that the father was a 16 year old boy who didn't go to the church, but that was all she would reveal according to her family. And according to some of Selena's family members as well, they weren't really helping her with the pregnancy. They weren't buying anything for the baby. They didn't have a baby shower. They didn't buy Selena any new clothes to fit into because her stomach was getting bigger, nothing. It was almost like they were ignoring the fact that a baby was even coming. They weren't helping her at all. You have to remember, she's 12 years old. She doesn't have a job. She's still in school. So there's not really anything she can buy for herself. I mean, she needed her family's support, but they really weren't giving it to her according to people that were around them at the time. They seemed to be more concerned with who the father was. And according to CJ, he even threatened to do a blood test on the baby once it was born. So that way he could find out who the father was. And he said that this made Selena very, very upset. By December of 1996, Selena was nine months pregnant. And by this point, she had officially turned 12 years old. Just two weeks before her due date on December 15th, 1996, her family had attended church that morning and eventually they went home and they hung out and then they had dinner before having ice cream. And around 11 p.m., Selena was done with her ice cream and she said goodnight to her family before going up to bed. Her stepmother Yvette recalls the last thing Selena said to her and she said, thanks for everything. Now at the time, it didn't seem weird to Yvette. She just figured maybe she meant thanks for dinner, thanks for the ice cream, and that was that. But given what was about to happen, Yvette realizes that what Selena said was much more eerie than it appeared. The next morning on December 16th, Selena's half-sister, Norielle, was asked to wake Selena up for breakfast because it was time to eat. But when she went upstairs, she noticed that Selena wasn't there. But what was there were pillows stuffed under Selena's blanket to make it look like she was there. So she goes back downstairs to tell her mother, Yvette, hey, you know, Selena's not upstairs. I don't know where she is. I'm confused. So Yvette goes upstairs, kind of looks around a little bit and she notices the same exact thing. And she also sees that some of Selena's items are still there. Her favorite purse, her CD player, and her prenatal vitamins, which she definitely would have taken with her considering the fact that she was about to give birth in two weeks. So this seemed a little bit odd. It almost seemed like she left on her own because she snuck out. Maybe she intended to come back, which is why she didn't take these things 
with her, I don't know. But Yvette nonetheless thought it was pretty weird. So she called CJ, Selena's father, who was at the church. And she said, is Selena with you? And CJ said, no. And Yvette was like, well, she's not here. We can't find her and we don't know what's going on. Now, for whatever reason, Selena's father didn't report her missing until the next day on December 17th, which is really frustrating because the first 48 hours of a missing persons case, or really of any case for that matter, is very important. After that time, after those two days, people's tracks really start to run cold. So the fact that CJ cut this time in half just by not saying anything, it makes it much harder to solve the case. But on December 17th, CJ went into the Willingboro Police Department and he reported Selena missing. Now, for whatever reason, he didn't tell police that Selena was pregnant, which definitely would have heightened their urgency of this matter. But for whatever reason, he just didn't tell them. Now, police heard from the family that Selena had left some personal items behind, but that there were pillows stuffed under her bed, almost as if she left on purpose. And because of this, they immediately assumed that she was a runaway. Now, being labeled a runaway as a missing child is almost like the kiss of death to an investigation. Once they hear that a child may have ran away, they really don't put the same amount of effort into finding them as a child that they figure might have been taken against their will. So because of this, police ended up waiting until after the holidays to look for Selena. They said, well, maybe she'll come back around Christmas time. So let's just wait until then to look for her. Keep in mind, Selena went missing on December 15th. Christmas is 10 days after that. So you waited after 10 days to finally look for Selena. She could be anywhere by now. That is so frustrating. Even if she's a runaway, she's still only 12 years old and she needs to be found and brought home. Once Selena didn't come home, police finally decided to start looking for her. And they searched around the home, they searched the surrounding area, but they didn't find anything significant. And it was around this time that police were made aware that Selena was pregnant. And of course they were like, well, why didn't you tell us this at first? But honestly, they should have been looking for her to begin with. But once they found out she was pregnant, then they really heightened the urgency of the case and intensified the search for her. Now, personally, I don't know why a CPS investigation wasn't open after police found out that Selena was pregnant at only 12 years old, because I feel like that speaks to some form of abuse going on within the home. And even if there wasn't, you could at least rule that out by doing a full deep dive and investigation on the family. But for whatever reason, they didn't do this. Because finding out if something like that had happened to Selena definitely could have given them some answers as to where she might have been. Now, police were actually informed by Selena's family that there was a red jacket that she wore all the time that was missing. Almost like she took it on her own when she left and maybe had intentions of coming back or she just decided to leave with nothing. But nonetheless, the family believed that Selena did in fact run away. CJ specifically said that he thinks Selena ran away because he threatened to have a blood test done once the baby was born to find out who the father of her child was. And because of this, he said maybe she freaked out and decided to run away so close to her due date. Now, police tried to find out who the father of the baby was, but they were unable to do so. I mean, they really didn't have much to go off of, but it had to have been somebody who went to that church. I mean, this is where Selena spent majority of her time. She was watched very closely, it was a very strict environment. Who would she have been around long enough to form a sexual relationship with, whether it was against her will or not? Stands to reason it was probably somebody who went to the church. 
Police wanted to look at certain family members to see if it was possible that one of them could have impregnated Selena illegally. And they asked CJ about his nephew, Sean, who was actually the 21-year-old son of Sarita, CJ's sister and the pastor of the church that they all attended. Because Sean had actually gotten a few girls pregnant at the church. So they said, is it possible that he could have gotten Selena pregnant? Even though I wanna remind you, this would be not only incestuous, but illegal because he was 21 and she was only 12. And CJ said Sean would not do that. So police believed him and they said, okay, we'll move on to other suspects. But Selena's mother's family, Lynn's family, they were not too easy on Selena's father's family. They weren't ready to move on from them just yet. They believed that they knew a lot more than they were telling for whatever reason. And they felt like maybe they had something to do with Selena's disappearance. They just weren't willing to share that information with police. And to be honest, police also said that CJ's family was being pretty elusive with them. They weren't being very cooperative. They wouldn't let them search the home or the church. And when they tried to get a search warrant, they were actually denied by a judge for whatever reason. Now, I don't know why a missing 12 year old isn't grounds enough for a search warrant of the home that she lived in and literally the last place she was seen. But for whatever reason, they were denied. Police tried to get current members of the church to speak out because the family wouldn't, but the members wouldn't speak either. It was almost like they had this undying loyalty to CJ's family, so they wouldn't say anything either, and police were stuck. Police also noticed that Selena's family wasn't really checking up on the case. About a month went by before they even heard anything from them, and police actually had to contact them. And you know, when somebody goes missing, a lot of times the family is constantly calling, they're constantly in the media, they're trying to get the word out, passing out missing flyers, trying to figure out where their missing loved one is. But Selena's family wasn't doing any of this. It was almost like they didn't care that she was gone. And not to mention, she's pregnant and it, there was no urgency on their end whatsoever. And they just wouldn't talk to police. So police decided to speak to former church members who maybe would speak out now that they weren't at the church anymore to see if there was a possible way that maybe they would talk and speak to what type of church this place really was. And they spoke. They said that Sarita ran this church like a cult. They said she was very controlling and very authoritative and that a lot of people did not agree with the way that she spoke. And that's why they left. Now, of course, Sarita tried to make it seem like they were all crazy and they were bitter because they weren't at the church anymore. But there's also another piece of evidence that speaks to what type of pastor Sarita really was. In 1991, five years before Selena went missing, Sarita's church was actually removed from an organization called Christ Gospel Ministries International, which is a group of churches that are a part of a specific membership under a specific denomination, specifically Pentecostal. So denominations are like Catholic, Christian, Baptist, Pentecostal. And her church was removed from this organization after complaints from former members for Sarita being way too controlling, way too authoritative, and running the church essentially like a cult. Now let's talk about Sarita for a little bit. As I said, she's CJ's sister and Selena's aunt. She's a pretty interesting, controversial character. In the months following Selena's disappearance, she was speaking to the congregation negatively about her. She was telling them that Selena being missing and running away was a direct result of her being pregnant. And she was saying that it was almost like her karma for getting pregnant at such a young age. She was calling Selena deceitful, manipulative, saying that she was fast. It was almost like she was trying to make it seem like everything in Selena's life was all 
her fault. And as far as Selena being taken advantage of sexually, she said there was no way this was possible because Selena did not tell anybody that she was pregnant until four months later. Just because you waited to tell somebody doesn't mean it didn't happen. Maybe she was ashamed. Maybe she was embarrassed. I mean, she's only 12 years old. But the fact that Sarita was going around speaking negatively about her missing niece definitely says a lot about her. And it made a lot of people raise an eyebrow. I mean, Selena is a child and anything that's happened in her life at this point is merely because she didn't have enough guidance. Clearly the adults around her weren't doing their job and raising her correctly and doing what they were supposed to do. Otherwise, none of this would have happened. So to blame her, a child, is crazy. And it really makes no sense. I mean, this is your niece. You should be sad. You should be concerned that she's gone. You shouldn't be chastising her in her absence and making all of her problems her fault. And the fact that she did that definitely makes me look at her a little crazy. And this just speaks to more of the weird and odd behavior of Selena's family and the fact that they just didn't seem to really care or be sad that she was missing, which made a lot of people wonder if they were involved in her disappearance. It was almost like they already knew what happened to her, so they just didn't really care. Now let's get into some possible theories about what people and police believe may have possibly happened to Selena. And I just wanna say for future reference, and I'm probably gonna say it again just to protect my channel, this is all alleged. Now CJ believes that Selena's mother's family actually took her and brought her to Miami in the middle of the night. This was proven to not be true because they seemed to be the only family that was actually genuinely concerned about where Selena was. So they were like, we do not have her. We're trying to find her more than you are. So this was eventually ruled out. Some people also believe that maybe CJ had fathered his own daughter's child, which of course, would have been illegal. And police had to investigate this claim because there's a possible chance that that could have been true. But CJ's doctor was actually able to confirm that he had received a vasectomy years prior, which is a procedure done on a man in order to stop him from being able to impregnate a woman. So CJ was ruled out as being a potential father of his own daughter's child. But I do wanna say it is possible to get people pregnant from a vasectomy. It's just very rare. Now this theory, and what seems to be the most widely believed theory, is that the church was involved in Selena's disappearance. I mean, she spent a lot of time there and a lot of people think that the father of her child went to that church. And they also find it very odd that her aunt Sarita, the pastor of the church, was speaking so negatively about her after she went missing. A lot of people believe that they knew who the father of her child was, but whoever it was would be very damaging to the reputation of the church. So they wanted Selena to disappear right before she had the baby, so that way it couldn't be proven who the father was. They believe that the father was somebody very close to the family or in the family, and it would have made them all look really bad. After this, people believe that they made it seem like Selena ran away by stuffing pillows under her bed and getting rid of her red jacket to make it look like she took it with her and left on her own. It seemed like they were really trying to push the narrative that Selena left out of shame and embarrassment for being a pregnant 12 year old and that it was all her fault. But keep in mind, Selena's pregnancy wasn't a secret. She was nine months pregnant when she went missing. So if she was embarrassed about her pregnancy. Don't you think she would have ran away much sooner than nine months pregnant? Much 
sooner before everybody could tell? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, why would you decide to be so embarrassed that you're gonna run away two weeks before you're gonna give birth when everybody already knows you're pregnant? So a lot of people think that the main reason for Selena disappearing had a lot to do with who the father was. Now, a lot of people wondered why didn't the family just make Selena get an abortion? This went against their faith and they did not agree with abortions at all. So they figured that Selena should definitely keep the baby. Now, the last theory that a few people believe is that Selena did actually run away on purpose because she wanted to get away from her very strict family. They were very into the church, heavily involved. Her life was very controlled and she just didn't have a lot of freedom. They figured that maybe she didn't want to raise her child in that environment. So she waited until two weeks before she gave birth to run away. And some people believe she ran away with the father of the child, but there's no way to confirm this because nobody knows who he is. Well, somebody has to know, but we don't know. Now, again, I wanna make it known, all these theories are alleged and this is simply speculation. But like I said, the most widely believed theory is the fact that Selena's family was involved, specifically the church. And this had a lot to do with their behavior after the fact and just the weird dynamic between them overall. Selena's half-sister, Norielle, the one who went up to find her the morning Selena went missing and found that she wasn't there, she came out later on and said that nobody in the family really talked about Selena after she disappeared. It was almost like they just forgot about her and they wrote her off as this dirty family secret that was never to be mentioned. It wasn't like anybody was sad that she was gone. They just wanted to erase her and wanted to stop talking about her altogether, which she felt like was pretty weird. Police found that there were really no signs of foul play in Selena's disappearance, so they started to believe that maybe she did just run away. Now, I don't know how they can't find signs of foul play when they weren't even allowed to search her home, because I'm sure they probably would have found a lot more. Selena was featured on an episode of America's Most Wanted, and after this, tips came pouring in about possible sightings of her. One of the most credible leads came from someone who believed that they saw Selena in a restaurant in Howell, New Jersey with a group of people, including a pastor. But it later came out that this girl was not in fact Selena. And this tip came a month after Selena went missing, but no other leads panned out. Now in a shocking twist in 1998, Sean Smith, Selena's cousin, Sarita's son, was arrested and charged with sexually taking advantage of two teenage girls aged 13 and 16. And he was 23, making this very illegal. Now the family of these girls actually came forward and said that they did not want those girls anywhere near the church to begin with because they had heard a lot of things about it. They also felt like it was a cult and there were just a lot of rumblings that there were some really weird things going on. And these were a lot of reasons why Selena's mother Lynn didn't want her around the church to begin with. But once she passed away, it pretty much placed Selena right in the midst of the church. Now remember earlier I said CJ was actually questioned about Sean, asking whether or not he could possibly be involved in Selena's disappearance and maybe he could have been the father of her child, to which of course CJ said no. But given what happened two years later, now it seems a little bit more possible because one of the girls that he took advantage of was only a year older than Selena. And Sean lived in the home with them, the communal home that was shared by a lot of family members. So he had direct access to her. Now in a very surprise confession, one of Selena's friends actually came forward and said that Selena told her that Sean was the father of the child, but that she didn't wanna tell anybody else about it because she didn't want it to get out. We're not sure if this is true or not, but if it is, 
that would be crazy and i don't know why someone would make that up i mean what would be the reason for that and this made police believe that maybe Sean did impregnate Selena illegally and the family knew about it. So they did everything they could to cover it up to protect the image of the church, even if it meant getting rid of Selena because Sean was the pastor's son. If they found out that he did something like that to his own cousin, this could crumble the reputation of the church altogether, which clearly seems to be all they cared about in the end. So for Sean to turn around and do something very similar just two years later, it definitely speaks to possibly involvement but again this is all alleged and Sean has not been convicted of any crimes against Selena as time went on the case went cold and Selena's family actually ended up moving out of the communal church home in 2019 and that same year her father CJ actually ended up passing away and Sarita ended up passing away around the same time in 2020 Sean passed away as well now these were three key players in Selena's life who could have held the most information as to what happened to her. So for all three of them to be gone now and have taken whatever they knew about Selena's disappearance to the grave with them makes it seem almost impossible that this case will ever be solved. As of 2022, detectives on the case said that they're following up on four very credible leads as to what may have happened to Selena. But as of now, we don't know what they are. They're holding their cards really close to their vest, but they seem to also believe that the church may have been involved in her disappearance. To this day, we don't know what happened to Selena and she has not been seen since she went missing. And we may never know what happened to her. She would be 39 years old today and her child would be 27. And I hope that they're both out there just living life happy and safe and they're with each other but unfortunately we just don't know some of Selena's family believes that she is alive and that she's living under a different name but others believe that she's no longer with us but like I said I hope she is and I hope she's very happy I'm gonna leave a link in the episode description to Selena's page for the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children so that way you guys can look on there and see I'll also leave a number in the episode description in case you would like to call them I will also leave the number of the Willingboro Police Department in the episode description so that way you guys can call with any information that you may have related to Selena's disappearance. This case is very heartbreaking and I honestly hate the fact that it hasn't been talked about more because this case is really crazy. I mean such a vulnerable child has just pretty much been thrown to the wolves and nobody knows what happened to her and her own family didn't care so we have to care for her. But with that we're gonna go ahead and wrap up today's episode. We'll be back next week with another episode. Thank you so much for listening and watching and I hope to see you in the water soon.